Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. This episode of I Work For Him was previously recorded for the Christian Leadership Alliance's Outcomes Conference podcast, where leaders come to invest the best of what they know into other leaders. Remember, if you have influence over just one person, you are a leader. Together, let's listen to this podcast and learn more about leading God's way. Enjoy. Martha and I are excited to host the Outcomes Conference podcast, every podcast dedicated to you, our Outcomes Conference podcast listener. we got an incredible conversation coming up today with Johnny Erickson Tata. Many of you probably know that name. John, you can check her out online, johnnyandfriends.org. We'll be focusing on leadership, thriving, and related outcomes. Johnny Erickson Tata, welcome to the Outcomes Conference podcast. Good to be with you, Jim and Martha. I'm so excited to be talking to our listeners as well. So before we get started talking about leadership and your perspective of what God is doing through you at Johnny and Friends, tell us how you personally, every day, keep your faith strong and your leadership Christ-centered. Well, friends, it all starts and it ends with prayer. Um, I take the advice of someone who once said, preach the gospel to yourself every morning. And I, I love it because it shows that the good news of Jesus is not only for when we first believed. Mm. Now, the gospel is for us now, right now, this day. We need constant rescuing. I need to be saved for myself morning, noon, and night. And I guess that shows that good leaders are humble leaders. And nothing's going to humble you more quickly than to know how much you are your own worst enemy. (laughs) And uh, so (laughs) I continually, um, I don't know, I just let Jesus know how much I desperately need his guidance his help. I need his resources. Um, Jim, I'm so like that tax collector at the temple who beat his breast and cried out, oh God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And when I pray for myself that way, it's also the way for I pray, uh, it's the way I pray for our employees at Johnny and Friends, praying over our programs, asking God's favor on the ministry. And, and when it comes to leadership, um, I don't know, I, I, I focus energy on the majors and not the minors. I, I'm one who embraces change. I think it's healthy. It shakes us up to new things God is doing in our communities, our nation, and around the world. And so uh, um, that's, that's pretty much how I keep myself spiritually attuned as I serve in leadership at Johnny and Friends. You know, it's been really fun to hear how um, you know, we, we, we don't always know where people are coming from on a daily basis, but to hear the foundation of prayer and just know that it's that simple, really, right? It doesn't have to be this long um, checklist of things, but um, starting with prayer and, and like you said, throughout the day and then ending it that way too, right? It's a constant thing. So, so Johnny, one of the things that at the Christian Leadership Alliance really has been focusing on the word of thrive. And so I would love to hear what thrive means to you personally. Well, Martha, when I hear that word thrive, uh, thriving, I think of its synonym flourishing. Mm. Um, The two words kind of go together, don't they? And I also think of Psalm 92, where we are told that we should be like the palm tree that flourishes. Okay, where does it flourish? Where does that happen? It flourishes in the courts of the Lord. Um, Martha, I think we flourish when we stay close to God, when we tabernacle with him, when 
is where it becomes the center of our universe. So, uh, I don't know. I think I'm thriving as an aging quadriplegic and as founder of a ministry, which has also, I think, I believe it's flourished for 45 years. Wow. Recently, um, I asked our board of directors to amend our mission statement. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> uh, our original mission statement uh, kind of went like this. You know, I want us to communicate the gospel and equip Christ-honoring churches worldwide to evangelize and disciple people living with disability. But I proposed to the board, I said, let's change that. Let's change it because, quote, we want to glorify God by communicating the gospel and equipping churches and so on. It's all about glorifying God. I work for him, so I'm going to glorify God. I'm going to draw attention to him. I'm going to make much of him and his gospel. I'm going to make him look good. I'm going to make his word look appealing. Because I think, um, Jim and Martha, when we're doing that, we can't help but thrive. I'm thriving. And, and what does it feel like? Oh, my goodness. It feels so good. It feels like God is absolutely delighted with you and your work. And I venture to say, and I would invite all of our listeners, all our Christian leaders tuning in, nothing, absolutely nothing feels better than to know that you delight God. Hmm. I think that's flourishing. That, that's thriving. Hmm. So how many, how many employees are there at Johnny and Friends? Well, we have 180, and many of them serve on the field. And uh, we're in a hiring mode right now. Uh, Coming out of COVID, believe it or not, God has been very gracious to us. We just finished a staff meeting uh, minutes ago, uh, right before the airing of this podcast. And and it's so exciting to see what God is doing around the world. I said to our team, I said, this is Johnny and friends. And oh my goodness, let me tell you, Johnny is so honored to be laboring in God's vineyard alongside you, friends. So uh, these are energetic, passionate people who love the Lord Jesus, and they love sharing his gospel with the weakest and the neediest and the often neglected and most forgotten of the world. And that is, of course, people with disabilities. How do you make sure those working underneath you, Johnny and friends, all those that serve within the ministry, making sure that they thrive on a daily basis? Well, okay, you're talking about the people that we serve, and that is the disability community worldwide. And uh, the people that we serve, uh, people with disabilities, for the most part, they do not know how to flourish. Disability weighs them down. Disability makes them feel stuck. When disability uh, encroaches, such as it does in a developing nation, uh, you lack support. The people that we serve often struggle with God's goodness. Mm. They're so overwhelmed, they have no energy to access community resources. And I'm talking not just about you know, those are developing nations, but even here in the States, they need advocates. So we at Johnny and Friends, we are aware of how uh, threatening disability can be in a family. So we design programs that meet not merely the physical needs, but also emotional needs, as well as spiritual needs. Uh, so let me, let me break that down, because when it comes to spiritual needs, we lean strongly on biblical counseling. We uh, work hard to help families grasp that the sovereignty of God should and can be a comfort and not a threat. Uh, And then we make Christ real by what we call adorning the gospel. Uh, To adorn the gospel means to um, make the gospel of Jesus Christ beautiful with Mm. practical ministry, with mercy ministry. And we do that through our retreats. 
uh, for families living with disability. We've got marriage getaways. We've got warrior getaways. We run uh, retreats, not only nationally, but internationally. Also, uh, we give wheelchairs and Bibles uh, to people with disabilities all around the world. We provide respite at home here in the United States, where so respite needed. is the biggest need yeah. uh, that families affected by disability voice during COVID. And also a brand new initiative, Johnny's House. Uh, Johnny's House Overseas is another brand new initiative through which we back up the gospel message with, with real hands-on ministry because we're convinced that Jesus Christ healed not only with his words, but with his touch. Um, and so, for instance, let me give an example. When, when we train churches, we equip them to become a place of belonging for the people that we serve, again, either nationally or internationally. Uh, it's been said, Jim and Martha, and I love this quote. This is not original to me, but I love this quote. Um, it goes, um, access is a ramp to the table. Mainstreaming is having a seat at the table. Inclusion is having a voice at the table. But belonging, that's being heard at the table. That means your voice counts. Your ideas matter. And so when you have a disability and know that you belong in a church, it means that Christians, your Christian brothers and sisters, they truly care. If you don't show up for Sunday service, they're going to miss you. And, and, and I'm so grateful for this because uh, I'll be the first one to say as a quadriplegic, the very nature of disability cries out for a touch. It cries mm. out for practical assistance, for hands-on support. If you were going to tell a person with uh, who's a stroke survivor right. or um, as a child with spina bifida, if you're going to tell that person with a disability about Christ, you got to show him what Christ's love looks like and feels like. And I think that is what will help special needs families thrive. And when we come back, lots more with Johnny Erickson Tata from Johnny and Friends. Check her out online, johnnyandfriends.org. You're listening to the Outcomes Conference Podcast. You know the kind of person that always tells you about the latest trends or the special deals around town? Well, lean in because here's a message from that kind of person. The Awaken Podcast Network is the place to be. Go to awakenpodcastnetwork.com and unlock God's purpose for your work with help from some friends. You will find a gathering place of podcasts that provide simple tools, faith stories, and conversations that will inspire and equip you to vibrantly live out your faith in your work today. Go ahead, check out awakenpodcastnetwork.com, and then be that kind of person and tell a friend. Hey, welcome back to the Outcomes Conference Podcast. Today we're talking with Johnny Erickson Tata from johnnyandfriends.org. What a great privilege it is, Johnny, to be able to talk with you today. Martha, why don't you pick it up from here? Well, Johnny, you were just sharing all of these things that um, Johnny and Friends does around the world to help people with disabilities to thrive and their families because um, you explained it so well that we mm. don't even think about the fact that how can, you know, they, they struggle with thriving. So how do you as a leader help the culture of Johnny and Friends, the people that are actually serving those families and helping them to thrive. How do you help them to be in a thriving culture there at Johnny and Friends? Well, bingo, Martha, because it's all about culture, isn't it? That's mm -hmm. why we require all of our Johnny and Friends employees to go through the Lead Like Jesus course. Oh. Uh, perhaps you're aware of Lead Like Jesus. It's a great course because Jesus is the greatest leader of all time. And we want our employees to model Christ inside and outside the organization. And so through this course, 
Um, we teach our employees how to resolve conflicts without taking every little problem to HR. <laughs> you, know, you can do this. You can solve this problem at your desk. You know, talk to your coworker. If that doesn't work, talk to your supervisor. Not everything has to go to HR. And then we reinforce how important it is to respect and trust one another. Even in a meeting uh, around the table, sharing ideas, we affirm each other. You don't put down each other. You listen to each other. You encourage one another. And uh, so I would strongly recommend our listeners, uh, all our leaders, to consider using the Lead Like Jesus course with their employees. And Martha, next, um, I, I think that a, a thriving work culture has to be strongly integrated. No silos around here. Mm. Uh, so we focus on integration. We want to foster cross-departmental communication and alignment, uh, mainly so that there's no surprises. And we want everybody to be on the same playbook, read the same page. Okay, what are we doing next, guys? How can we make each other successful? And that means we want our leaders to share ideas, be transparent with one another, so that, um, I don't know, you can spend more time doing ministry and less time mending fences, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, okay, there's lead like Jesus, there's integration. And, uh, and next, um, every year our employees have an opportunity to give significant input, input to the leaders at our ministry by taking the best Christian workplace survey. Oh, I'm wow. sure that many of our leaders are familiar with the BCWI. This is a tool. That's all it is. It's a great tool, but it helps measure whether or not your organization is flourishing. Are, are your people satisfied with their relationships with their supervisors? Do they feel they are being rewarded for good performance? Do they believe they have a voice in decision-making? Are their ideas heard and respected? Do they believe they're being paid adequately? And what about benefits? What about paid time off? Uh, our, our ministry is 45 years old. And in that time, we have learned to listen. Get to listen to your employees because it's your richest resource. Uh, these are your real stakeholders. Yeah. And uh, I, I do think that Lead Like Jesus, focusing on integration and best Christian workplace, uh, it, 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 all three make for a thriving culture, especially in our ministry. We found here at I Work Rim that as long as there's Mountain Dew in the refrigerator, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an added bonus. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> I think we should listen to some of Johnny's advice. <laughs> sorry. That was, it's just the two of us. So that's we love Mountain Dew, Johnny and friends, let me tell you. Oh, okay, good. good. I like to hear that. Okay. <laughs> listen, the last year has been a little bit challenging. last 18 months have been challenging for organizations across the globe, but especially here in the United States. What do you think has been the greatest challenge that you have faced, Johnny, in the last 12 to 18 months? Well, I'll tell you the personal. Okay, it's a challenge that's both personal and it's professional. Mm -hmm. um, and it really uh, impacts me both personally and, uh, and at the organization because in the last 18 months, uh, Jim and Martha, it's become clear that, for lack of a better word, su succession. Okay, it's my priority at the organizational level. I mean, I'm soon going to be 72 years old and I am an aging quadriplegic. I think our listeners can even hear it in my voice. My lungs are fragile. So both professionally and personally, lots of changes going on. My leadership skills are now best invested in grooming the next generation of executive leaders at Johnny and Friends. Um, 
I want to keep the main thing, the main thing in our ministry. It's all about the gospel, as I said at the onset. Right. So just this past year, I asked the board of directors to build into our bylaws, our, our organizational priorities. Now, let me quickly, let me quickly explain what those priorities are first. Um, our first priority is to ignite. We want to ignite the hearts and minds of the next generation to love and serve people with living disabilities. Our second organizational priority is to awaken Christ followers to make their church a place of belonging. I talked about that earlier, how important it is to belong when you're someone living with a disability. Um, third organizational priority, we want to create opportunities to share the gospel of Christ and transform the spiritual, physical, social, economic well-being of people dealing with disability. And fourth, we want to advance a biblical worldview on disability as it relates to sanctity of life. Life is under attack. Mm -hmm. Legalized euthanasia is sweeping the nation. Uh, New Mexico just legalized their assisted suicide bill. So we want to speak into that discussion. Uh, we want to spark the national debate and bring back um, issues of dignity and justice. And finally, a number five organizational priority is to, um, and I say this humbly, safeguard and spread the, the message of the founder. Because my message is all about hope, finding hope through every hardship. You don't have to have a disability to connect with Johnny and friends. You could be suffering with some other kind of affliction, maybe a botched surgery or chronic pain. And so I've charged the board to champion these organizational priorities, especially as new board members and new executive staff uh, you know, join Johnny and friends. Because we want people, I mean, I, I want people who totally buy into these priorities. And as I look at succession, guys, I, I want leaders who are skilled in operations and program development, who are acquainted with disability, and who are most of all passionate about the gospel of Jesus and the need to share that good news with sinners and believers. So, uh, so much about good leadership focuses on developing relationships, whether it is to encourage the staff uh, pass around the Mountain Dew, or just Amen. to, uh, quote, keep the main thing the main thing, or uh, to minister directly to our donors and prayer supporters. I mean, God gave me the spiritual gift of exhortation. I'm, I'm most happy. I feel like I'm thriving at Johnny and Friends when I'm exercising that gift mm. and encouraging people to use their skill sets. Mm. So as I look to the future, I, I just want the ministry uh, to make certain that it's, it's keeping the main thing the main thing. And, uh, oh, one other thing over the last uh, 18 months, this is important professionally. Um, it's important to me that we quantify the delivery of our services to people with disabilities. And we want to make certain that our ministry is having an impact. So we just completed, just finished uh, an impact study with a company that helps ministries identify the broad impact of what they do over uh, the four dimensions of life. And so right now, finally, we have a, after 45 years, we've got a firm handle on the actual social, economic, spiritual impact that Johnny and Friends is having wow. among special needs families. So we've been pretty busy in the last 12 to 18 months. That's fantastic. And, and you know, it's a lot of challenges, but that's okay. It's been good. Yeah. We're talking today with Johnny Erickson Todd of johnnyandfriends.org. You're listening to the Outcomes Conference podcast. We'll be right back. Want to build a profitable side hustle that impacts people with truth and healing in themselves and in their leadership? Then look at becoming a certified leadership coach with Giant. Giant has been in the leadership space for over 13 years and has over 500 coaches in over 127 countries. Their coaches are being hired by Fortune 500 companies and organizations like I Work For Him. Martha and I took the Giant Sherpa training under one of these great coaches to become leaders worth following. 
Giant gives you everything you need to start your own coaching business from scratch, like hands-on training from top-level coaches, access to an all-in-one online platform to run your entire coaching business, and you get to join a thriving community of coaches around the world. To get started, Giant is hosting a coaching business workshop to help you learn how to build a successful coaching business. This workshop is 100% free, and you can reserve your spot by going to giant.tv forward slash iWorkForHim. If you're ready to impact people and get paid to do it, go to giant.tv forward slash iWorkForHim. That's giant.tv forward slash iWorkForHim. Hey, welcome back to the Outcomes Conference podcast today, talking with Johnny Erickson Tata. A household name known around the globe, Johnny and Friends. .org. Heard on radio stations, I can't imagine, Johnny, how many countries does Johnny and Friends play in? Oh, the, the, the Johnny and Friends radio program, we just picked up Ukraine, and uh, we're in, I think, Brazil. Um, oh, my goodness, uh, China, of all places. So the message is going out there because everybody experiences hardship around the world, yeah. and we want to give them hope. I love that. Martha? Mm. So, Johnny, I just want to um, ask you to just maybe get personal with a little us a little bit here with some of the of your recent, you know, health setbacks with cancer and with COVID and your experience there. And in the midst of that, how can you feel the ability to thrive in the midst of all of that? Well, it's a good question, Martha, because as you list all those things, I'm still battling cancer. Got a PET scan coming up soon. Um, I've been a quadriplegic for coming up on 54 years. Uh, as I said, I'm in my seventies, uh, but all of that is a walk in the park compared to chronic pain. Uh, it is my chronic pain that is uh, most wearing. And, uh, just the other night I was in bed and I had already turned two or three times to try and reposition my body. Of course, I can't do that myself. I'm a quadriplegic. I'm paralyzed. I have to call my husband to come in and shift my pillows and prop me up in a different position. But I, Martha, I just, I didn't have the heart to ask him to come in one more time to reposition me. And I said in my prayer to the Lord Jesus, I said, Jesus, I don't think I can do this. I'm in so much pain. In fact, I know I can't do it. But you think that I can with your grace. I believe it's impossible at two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning to not be anxious with all this pain and inability to move. But you're the God of impossibilities. And so I'm just going to believe you. Psalm 119 verse 50 says, my comfort and suffering is this. Your promises renew my life. And so you promised to give me grace that's sufficient. I started sharing this, you know, whispering it, you know, out loud into the, into the night. You promised me that you'll be my ever-present help in this trouble. You promised me you're never going to leave me or forsake me. You promised me that all this is somehow going to fit together into some pattern for good. And for your glory, you promised me that you who have begun a good work in me will perform it until the day of Christ Jesus. You even promised me that my simple act of persevering turns the wattage up on your glory that I can't even imagine. I started just recounting all the promises out loud. And as I did, Martha, I was still in pain, but I had peace of heart, peace of mind. I had incredible courage. 
all anxiety just just dissipated. It just vanished. And the rest of the night, and that's right, I did not go to sleep that night. The rest of the night I spent in heartfelt worship. And sometimes, Jim and Martha, when, when I'm in pain and I am too weak to put two senses together in prayer, I will lean on these stanzas of great hymns. Mm-hmm. I've memorized so many. Oh, worship the King, all glorious above. Gratefully sing of his power and his love. You're my shield, my, you're my defender, the ancient of days. Pavilion and splendor, you're girded with praise. I just started reciting out loud all these stanzas to all these hymns. Jesus, I am resting, resting in the joy of what thou art. I am founding out the greatness of your loving heart. And uh, well, I woke up really refreshed. <laughs> Hardly got a wink of sleep. And my pain was always in the morning. It's always more challenging, always more difficult. But right, right as soon as I wake up, what do I do? I start preaching the gospel to myself. I need you, Jesus. You know, your grace worked for last night in the middle of the night at 2 a.m., but I need it right now. And I need it at noon, and I need it at 3 3 p.m., and I need it at the end of the day and during dinner and when I go to bed. So it's a constant, constant, constant reliance on the Lord Jesus. And in a way, Martha, to answer your question, I'm just very grateful to God because my disability, my cancer, my pain, my pulmonary hypertension, all of it pushes me into the arms of Jesus Christ, where otherwise I just just don't think I'd be naturally inclined to go. Mm. So that's how I thrive personally. I hope that I hope that encourages our listeners to do the same when things seem impossible, when they when our listeners feel like I can't do this. Just say to yourself, but God, you think I can. And you're never going to give me a, a cross that's so big it's going to outweigh your grace. So I hope that that encourages our friends tuning in just to do the same. And man, you will really thrive uh, when, you, when, you, when, you approach, when you approach your problems like that. Well, and as leaders, that is exactly the approach that we all need to have. Because it is, and this is a podcast for leaders of Christian nonprofits. And to have that reminder that most of us are not quadriplegics. Most of us have not had, I mean, most of us have not had COVID. Most of us have not had cancer. And most of us don't live with chronic pain. But to be the reminder that the gospel is what this is all about, that, that hope in Christ, the, the scriptures, you know, 1,500 plus pages of reminders of God's goodness. As a leader, Johnny, just give a few more words to, to remind leaders to stay centered. Well, I would encourage our leaders um, to just keep embracing the upside down kingdom, as it's often called. You gain by losing, you live by dying, you become rich in your poverty, you become strong when you celebrate your weakness. And uh, that's exactly what I would encourage our friends to do. Um, And uh, I, I would not look at, uh, I would not look at challenges and problems as interruptions but learn to delight in them, boast in them, um, glory in them, for then you know that Christ's power uh, rests on you. And uh, I think uh, leaders who are good leaders, look at, I mean, look at the leaders that Christ chose. They were more broken than whole. Mm. Uh, they, they were more damaged than healthy. And yet that gave them, whether it be Moses, Noah, Abraham, you name it, even Paul had to delight in his uh, weakness and boast in his infirmity because then he knew that Christ's power would rest on him. So it seems counterintuitive, 
I mean, most of us, if we were God and wanted the gospel to go forth, we'd pick the smartest people on our team. We'd pick the, we'd draft the world's sharpest millionaires, you know, the public relations people be tops in their field. We, people need not apply. Um, but thank God we're not running the world. He's in charge. And uh, sure. friends, he is happy to hone leaders out of weak people. It's how he brings maximum glory to himself. So as a Christian leader, forget everything you've ever been taught about personal power uh, leading to effective leadership. I think confidence and charisma count for little over the long haul. Uh, my good friend, Dr. Dan Allender, um, he, he's author of a great book called Leading with a Limp. I highly recommend it. Mm. He says that uh, the leaders that God chooses are more troubled than secure. And the most effective leaders in Christ's kingdom don't rise to power in spite of their weakness. They lead with power because of their weakness. Mm, amen. And again, all those things just cast us, uh, cast us on Christ for every resource we need. Good words to any leader. Yeah. Very much so. Thank you for your transparency and letting us just get to see a little bit of what um, helps you in, in the way we see you as a thriving leader and that you know, we're amazed that God uses each one of us where he has us in our leadership um, to further the gospel. So thank you. And, and if you've listened to this podcast, you got kids or grandkids that are looking for work, johnnyandfriends.org. I'm sure there's a apply here kind of a page. They're looking for great people. And maybe it's somebody that you know. Thank you, Johnny Erickson Tata from Johnny and Friends for being here on the Outcomes Conference podcast. Oh, Jim and Martha, my delight. And of course, I would love to hear from any of our listeners tuned in right now. Just visit our website at johnnyandfriends.org. And to you, our Outcomes Conference podcast listeners, thank you for joining us today. We pray the podcast has inspired you to pursue thriving, to instill thriving into your people, as you heard Johnny talk about today. Mm-hmm. Be sure to visit the ChristianLeadershipAlliance.org where you can stay up to date by subscribing to the Outcomes online newsletter and the CLA Higher Thinking blog. And if you're not already a member of the Alliance, join the Christian Leadership Alliance today, ChristianLeadershipAlliance.org. Remember, the wisdom in this podcast came to you on its way to someone else. If you loved it, say so and share it with a friend. I'm Jim. And I'm Martha. We'll see you again for the next episode of the Outcomes Conference podcast. Did you know that God has a calling on your life? It's true. He's called you to bring Jesus to the world. For some, that may look like a pulpit or a foreign mission field, but for most of us, it looks like a construction site, a cubicle, a hospital, or a classroom. Wherever it is that you work, live, volunteer, and invest, that is your mission field. To learn more about integrating your faith into your work and retirement, check out our books, I Work For Him, She Works For Him, and I Retire For Him by going to iworkforhim.com slash bookstore. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. But ultimately, I work work for him. him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at iworkforhim to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at iworkforhim and online iworkforhim.com. I work the number for him.com.